Today's Daily DVR dives into Watchmen is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Who's sponsoring this whole season? Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. And this month, until the end of October, that's right, until Halloween, use code DCComics20 to save 20% off all DC Comics items. Go over to Cufflinks.com. Not only if you have an event coming up, But just if you want to look good when you walk outside in the morning. And they've got lots of cool geeky stuff. Game of Thrones, Marvel, DC, they got it. They've also got sports, NHL, NBA, NFL. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DCComics20 and save 20% off. Do it. Welcome to Daily DVR Does Watchmen. My name is Axel, and my co-host on this initial reaction to Season 1, Episode 1, It's Summer and We Have Run Out of Ice, is the amazing Justin Thomas of Top Shelf Fandom and the Fandom 3. Every week here on Daily DVR, we're going to be bringing you at least two Watchmen podcasts a week on Wednesday... I'm going to be talking with Aaron, my old co-host from the Lost Mythos Theory Cast and Leftovers DVR, and Friday, Roberto Suarez of A Pot of Casts and Radio Westworld is going to get with me, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into things. But I just wanted to jump on tonight because I was so excited and throw in an initial reaction. And as the season progress, check your feeds, and if we get a lot of feedback, maybe I'll just start doing three podcasts a week because... Because this is Damon Lindelof. This show was amazing. I loved it. Spoiler alert. Justin thought it was cool too. We're going to talk about it. But we'd love your feedback. So hit us up at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. You can find out more about us and our other podcast. Heath and I are finishing up Mindhunter at dvrpodcast.com. All right, Justin. You have not read the comic. You come into this as a person who knows there's a new big show on HBO. I know the background, so we're just going to talk about it. What did you think of this episode? Uh, really, really interesting approach to a, a, a you know a lot of uh, topics that are going to be tough to tackle um, and stay on the right side of uh, you know <laughs> the, the internet stuff. And, uh, but I, I actually, well, let's just controversial, okay, man. I, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's you know. One of my worries was uh, from from the the buzz I was hearing is that they were gonna you know take race on and they're gonna take these racial issues on on a you know pretty pretty head on like um uh-huh. not in and I was like that's that's good that's good yeah. um I hope that it's effective because we all know that you know uh, if people don't agree with something they tend not to watch it so you don't really turn a lot of people's heads if uh, they're not willing to you know even take a yeah you gotta have a story first that's what i right off the bat i don't mean to interrupt but i think that's where you're going to is that for me this is not like you know they sat and gave a speech and a person gave a speech no there's characters they're in a world it exists in a world in which race has there's basically a race war and that's the world we're in yeah they they, they're messing with the power dynamic not uh not the racial lines uh it's very very Ooh. interesting and i i think there were some nuances there with things like uh the the masking of the police officers as well yeah. as the vigilantes 
um, as well as the officer not being able to use his handgun without that uh, excessive amount of permission that he needed. Uh, a, a little bit of uh, uh, commentary on, you know, the, the right to use force. Our well, it seems like in general, later on in the episode, you find out that when Robert Redford was president, one of the things <laughs> he did was take the guns away or make it make you yeah. have to jump through so many hurdles to have there was a line where somebody said something you have to wait 4 years or jump through so many hurdles so there's obviously been um a change from those who know about the comic where Richard Nixon was president and he was pretty much a fascist ruler using um Dr Manhattan to win wars for him and as the result of what happened in the comic, we have a change here. Um, now, you didn't know about the comic, and I'm cluing you into that, but could you tell any of that? How did all of this kind of world building sink into you? Because it's not – what I liked is they don't come right out. I just watched a show, I think, The Darkest Minds, a movie, and it's like the first 10 minutes is 20 years ago, blah, blah, blah. And it, mm-hmm. this is like what Game of Thrones did. You're in the world. That's it, baby. Figure it out. Yeah, they didn't hold your hand. There is usually in a pilot episode, you'll have either a job uh, interview, a first day at a job, a first date, uh, all all <laughs> good scenarios for exposition. Yeah. It's you know, it's it's effective. I mean, I, I, if you check my garbage can, you'll see some screenplays with those in them. Uh, you know, it's a good thing to be like, well, who are you, and what are you good at, and uh, you know, who do you say you are, and then we can figure out who you truly are. Uh, they definitely didn't. They had a little bit of that when they were doing the interrogation, but that did not give us uh, any information on any particular protagonist or antagonist. It gave us more of a a little bit of that worldview and that history that you're speaking of. I got the idea that shit's pretty jacked up. (laughs) I got the idea that, like, (laughs) definitely this was not our timeline. And I I got the idea that, you know, I mean, right off the bat, what do we have? We got a a black uh, hat and a white hat uh, chasing each other. And we, you know, I already knew that there was going to be this commentary on, uh, you know, uh, these racial issues, uh, from the get go. So I, I automatically assume that this is going to be some propaganda and I guess it is to a point, but it's totally a, a flipped power dynamic, which I think is very smart to do, um, to, to keep the, that, that horrible sentiment of that horrible ignorance and hate that is existent, for, you know, that exists uh, for better, or obviously for worse, um, but uh, to, to change who's in certain seats of power, um, to, to yeah. have commentary about the structure of the, And that's uh, quickly, but even that, in that image, and I think that's indicative of what we're going to see going forward is as soon as we open with that propaganda, which is not prop, it's a, it's like a, like a superhero movie of today, right? Um, kind of yeah. like a hero story, you're then thrown into the white people committing an act of atrocity, which is based on a true event in Tulsa, uh, which we'll get into later, probably on Wednesday or Friday with Roberto and Aaron and dive into that a little bit and tell you the history of that. But that is a true event that happened and it happened. And that's what Watchmen does is some things did happen. Some things didn't. Right, like there, yeah, it, it's an it, alternate reality in every way, and that's what I think makes that very impactful because not a lot of people know uh, about that uh, atrocious event. So 
I think a lot of people will be taking to their phones and yeah, the internet to, to be like, oh, okay. Like, cause you know, there's also squids raining in this episode. So they're like, well, yeah, there's some, uh, you know, make believe, uh, attack on African Americans in the 1920s in this timeline, in this series. And they're like, oh no oh, shit, that's our timeline. Interesting. Yeah. So you're I think right. that's, that's, I think a, good that's a very good way to get people. And the um, funny to- thing, Justin, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it's effective. I, that, that's what I've taken away from this. That's what I was talking about with the Bass Reeves and all that. Uh, you know, not I didn't uh, get it out too well, but it's switching around the power dynamic and the way they're framing things, but keeping the same, um, you know, issues uh, in uh, the 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 front view is is very important. You know, they're keeping uh, they have an agenda, obviously. But I think they're going about it in a very smart way because it's uh, it's one that will get people to watch and get people to go out and and, and have some, um, you know, uh, self uh, uh, some trying to think reflection, right. self-reflection. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Gonna... I think that's the interesting part about this show is even early on, early on, I say today, I was discussing the premiere, and what people may expect of it. And there was someone on the Facebook in some group and they were like, well, if they're, you know, uh, this and that, a poli- they're anti-conservative and they're trying to do this with the show. And I said, well, you know, why don't you watch the show? And I think what's cool about it is exactly what you're saying by flipping power dynamics, by showing, by in a sense, having a side with the police which in our modern society is not how we view these dynamics, right? It's an interesting point, but it's something that in, in a sense we see the heroes, then that is another kind of flip and conflict, right? Like they're, the, the police have to wear a mask because they're afraid. That's not talked about too much, right? Except by the cop who was shot, his wife. And she points that mm-hmm. out. And how that is a kind of an abdication of power by admitting that you have to hide because you're so afraid of this group that's attacking you. And it, those, I think you're going to see that flipping. And when you mentioned the squid falling from the sky, if you go back into the comic, this is what happened at the end of the comic where the plan of Ozymandias, and we're going to spoil the comic, people, If uh, and I'm going to spoil the comic for, for me, you, literally Justin, live right live now. For you. Being, so no and idea. people who are yeah. listening, because you, you need it, these are things that I ha- we have to kind of talk about within the confines of it. Um, and I don't know, and I, knowing Damon Lindelof, I do not think they will be fully explained within this show. I think that you he'll take it upon you for certain things and other things they may explain. Um, but basically, what happens in at the end of the comic is that Ozymandias, who is played by Jeremy Irons here, I'm guessing, we don't know, I'm guessing it's him, uh, the smartest man in the world who is a masked hero, um, is at the heart of a vast conspiracy to save the world by killing 3 million people in New York and convincing the superpowers that it is an alien invasion when in fact it is a, (laughs) this is where it gets weird, a massive squid like uh, thing that he created that sends out a psychic vibration that turns everyone in New York nuts and makes them kill each other and die. 
It's a very, there's a lot of metaphors in there. Okay. Um, it's fear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the squid that we see falling for those of us who watched it, who read the comic and who know this, or I don't, I, I don't want to talk about the Zack Snyder movie. We're just going to talk about the comics. We know that that wasn't real. So why is it happening now? The, is it that the governments had to continue this conspiracy? And it's mentioned in the show where some, someone says, Oh, do you, Oh, it's when the man, the trans dimensional uh, uh, conspiracy. I I was like, what the hell? Yeah. That's so cool. The thing is, is that is a conspiracy because the guys who are following Rorschach Rorschach wrote a journal and, and it ended up with a right wing uh, newspaper. So it's become the root of this conspiracy, but it is true. But this truth Mm -hmm. has thus created a group of people of racists of white supremacists who have nothing to do with what Rorschach was about, right? Like if Rorschach himself was around, he would hate them. So it's really, yeah. they did it. He like Damon flipped it in that way too. It's really interesting, man. I love that what they've done. Well, how many people that have, uh, you know, conceived ideas, uh, everybody from Marx, uh, you know, uh, forward that have people act out in their name, yes, most exactly. likely, they, you know, the thing Marx would have been like, oh, Soviet Russia, that, that, or that, that, that's the <laughs> thing I would have thought happened. Russia's a perfect place for, uh, you know, my Marxist, uh, revolution. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a very smart, like I was trying to say, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, a clever way to approach uh, a lot of issues because you can get into things like, uh, you know, the the bureaucrat uh, way that they have to, the bureaucratic old system and that for the the use of harmful uh, uh, or deadly force. I cannot speak the use of deadly force. You know, like is uh, is held back by uh, all these, uh, you know, permissions and uh, you know, it's pretty much it's it's yeah. like the the same it's like a metaphor for all the paperwork and all the due process and all the nonsense that the people exactly, you know right. all the people that love the government like in the sense of they love like you know the the, the, pompery of the, You're the right. flag but they hate they hate it involving yeah. itself in their business but so, then it pits um, you know, that against the ability to do a job right so and you yes. might find that the same people believe in that same thing and that's why I that's what I was most pleased about with this episode overall. The details of the comic, the world building, the adult nature where they throw you into it. I mean, Regina, she's awesome. Every actor in this is is just inhabits the role. It's fantastic casting all the way around. But it was the way that it allowed the multiple multiplicity of ideas without throwing its weight in one way or the other in except for the fact that you know they're right for being anti the racists this this is the thing but then i think that they're going to dive deeper into that because we don't we've we're only seeing that one side right now you know they've acknowledged that hate exists and whether or not you're a Ku Klux Klan member, which if you are, you know, uh, I would, this is your channel, so I won't, uh, you know, curse, but yeah, you know, uh, obviously you're a piece of crap. Um, But no matter who you are, 
uh, you're the biggest liberal or the, you know, uh, biggest uh, just uh, ignorant person in the world, uh, you have to at least admit that hate exists. So this is a world which hate exists. Um, the people that are seemingly in control of the the arts are, are the African-Americans. There's a African-American uh, stage show of Oklahoma. I've seen Oklahoma. I didn't remember it that way. Um, they seem to have all of the uh, control. There's talk as- of reparations, right? Yep. They, they and, call uh, it yep. redforations for the president. But they are they're placed in the situations in which uh, they have to um, hide their identities, hide what they were doing for, uh, you know, these contrived reasons. It's a similar to when the police officer's wife has to lie about what he was doing that night reminds yeah. me of, you know, a lot of scenes I've seen when uh, unfortunately that are depicting what really did happen when an African-American was killed by a white man, they, they wouldn't, you know, report it that way. So this is just a spin on that, but they can't report yeah, it. Why? Exactly. Because they're like a police the officer, not because twisted. they're an African-American. Yeah. yeah. You put people in other people's shoes and you jam them up with uh, that bureaucratical, you know, uh, procedure and all that. And you can see things in a, a different light. And if, if this show continues to do it, I think that it will accomplish um, at least what it seems to be setting out to do uh, people to open their eyes and at least question things. Taking a little break to remind you to go to cufflinks.com. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today and use code DC comics 20 and save 20% off all DC comic stuff, man. I got an awesome Batman tie. I'm looking at it right now. That's right. Do it. Watchman, Batman. They got it all. Go over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Save 20% off on DC Comics. Use code DC Comics 20. You can also use our code DVR20 at any time. Save 20% off. No minimum. Go over to cufflinks.com now. Yes. And in the midst of all that, which is super important and is going to continue to be and is what this show is having a lot of themes about the characters I was just immediately drawn to. And I was interested in who they were, what they were doing, their actions, and to get us involved so quickly with a case and get it spinning right away is so smart. Like you're talking about from a perspective of writing a screenplay and writing a pilot, which Damon Lindelof wrote this, it gets us to, be on a journey with them right away, an adventure, and learn about them and care about their safety, their well-being, right? And uh, I thought that that was just a cool thing to do. And it's not something I expected. I actually did expect a little bit more of a premise setter, you know? I, I'm a little worried about that because I like it because I, I think that it's for the the purpose that we're speaking about. It's because if we start drawing lines in the sand too early because of the the hard stance that they've taken, uh, you know, uh, with publicity and the buzz that's around it, that, like I said, there's a chance of people that, that might not. Uh, you oh, know, I don't think be, there's a chance. There's Listen, it's going to yeah, happen. People that this aren't going to be watching be, this. Yes. So, oh, I think, so I think that I think they <laughs> get people watching it. They, and then complaining about it the next day. I think that I've already yeah. seen, I've already, I looked around at Twitter right away and I don't, whatever, dude, that's going to happen with anything. And obviously in the society we live in today, what's going on politically in our country and other countries around the world, these issues are real. So you're going to have people yeah. who judge it against that, but whatever. It's still a great TV well, the, show. 
my what I was getting at is what I see is they don't want to uh, let people know exactly where all these characters stand or really where any of them, uh, maybe besides one, uh, stands, um, you know, like cement down uh, what they're all about because they're not going to get people to come on that journey with them that will enlighten them and, and shine a light on some of these issues. So like they're very noble endeavor to you know shed a light on real issues and 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 have a, a social commentary that's effective and entertaining to watch you know yeah. it is I, I praise them for that i applaud them i applaud them right now but i will also say that i do feel like i don't i'm a little at sea here i could have used my yeah. hand held a little bit more i feel like uh, i definitely <laughs> you know i took the i, I took, love that you know i had a I, I took I took the uh, approach of just coming at this as uh, with virgin eyes, you know, not yeah. watch the movie. I've never read the graphic novels. I feel like the payoffs uh, that, you, you know, that you get for that. I do. They'd always be there. I feel they're far greater because of these uh, connections and these, uh, you know, paradoxes like you're speaking of with the squids, um, you know. But it's again, I get what they're doing. I don't know too much about who these people are uh, besides what they serve as far as uh, the structure of the story mm-hmm. in the sense of this is going to work as uh, you know, metaphorically in a lot of senses. And it's going to be um, some of it's going to be overt. Some of it's not. So I really think it's special. And I really think that the action and, and the, in the score by Trent, I was just in the podcast, uh, the live stream before this talking about Trent Reznor, you know, uh, really great action, man, really well shot, beautiful looking. Um, I think a little bit more exposition though. And I'm not one that usually say that maybe maybe a first date i'm joking but anything you know would have been i I feel like i'm a little at sea though you know like i I get what they're coming at and i think that they're cloaking um these people quite you know uh, literally and metaphorically here with all the masks uh you know for a, a a good reason but i i worry because again you know you you can if nobody's looking um, you know, then, then you're not going to be able to open anybody's eyes. Well, I, I can see that. Do you, did this episode make you want to read the comic? Yeah, I can just, because I can see the payoff of that. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's really intrigued me from just, uh, Dude, uh, again, it, let and, me tell you something. It ain't like, it, it ain't like diving into grim over there. Okay. Railroad. You, the con, yeah. you could read this thing in like an afternoon. That's what's, that's, what's interesting about you've talked about game of thrones before uh obviously and we have did with podcast winterfell and there's so much it's so deep that history but watchmen it's not that deep they they did some follow-up they did a little like a prequel but really this is based on the original comic and we'll see how much mm-hmm. of the other worlds he of the other stuff he brings into it but I do agree with you that it was a lot less handholding and a lot less exposition than I thought. I thought it would at least say something like 30 years after the events of this, or you know what I mean? Like even for those who have read the comic, but I respect that it didn't. And for those of you who watched the leftovers, you, we may not get any of that. That's what I'm saying. Like I would not be surprised if it just keeps on moving and we don't get much more mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I guess uh, for the intended goal, uh, you know, cause this was still very entertaining and I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Of course, I, I, uh, the story, uh, 
uh, is intriguing to me because I, I want to see if they can pull this off. Uh, and I think this is a, I think uh, this is a good start. I, I, I worry a little bit, like I said, about uh, high concept, meaning like uh, everybody being able to um, grab the reins and get ready for this ride they seem to be taking us on. But at the same time, you, you know, we got a lot of exposition, like the, the whole uh, egg metaphor and all that. Like uh, it's very interesting. And I didn't know your, your thoughts on how, you know, it seems like both sides uh, support segregation. No, that they're not, they're not uh, both. There's not, there's no segregation there. There, I think it's actually quite the opposite. I think after the events of the comic and Richard Nixon was president, Robert Redford becomes president and he's very liberal. And I think Mm -hmm. that what, what you see is, um, the result from the other side, which is how that little kid is just like openly racist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which I think we yeah. see what is maybe a, perhaps a, what we're seeing today when, when people become more open about how they feel about these things um, on both sides, it incites the other to speak up as well, right? So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. Think I didn't know if that demonstration was because I obviously know that there's not like segregation happening within the, within the community on any official um, level. But I, I didn't know if that was somewhat of a I don't know a, a push for that with that little egg metaphor. You know, I didn't know if that was just hinting that both sides w- uh, were looking for a divide eventually. Oh, I didn't interesting. Know yes. Well, yeah. I think that's. I mean, pre- I don't yeah, know. The, no, the, those ideas are obviously present in the show, and we know so little about it that I'm only extrapolating. Right. I mean, like you yeah. said, we don't know much. You know, and that's for me. That's exciting. I now granted coming from lost in the leftovers. I expected that. I enjoy that. I, to me, a masterclass in ambiguity. I I feel like I am being treated as an adult when that happens. I'm Mm -hmm. being allowed to make my own decisions, but we'll see when the reviews come in so far. I think from the, from people that I follow on Twitter, it's been unanimously praised, but then again, I, I, you know, that's not the general public. Everyone has their own little group and mine is a group of people who watch a lot of TV and are into stuff like this. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, when they put on their mask and go on Twitter, and, uh, <laughs> their hate. So, but, it, but it's an interesting dynamic it because is. it's a fear-based culture, right? Yeah. They use fear, and fear is a very effective tool uh, to rule. So, but we've seen what this le- has led to. Now, the people that uh, enforce the law, you know, have to wear masks, and and I I can kind of see that as like a, a far more layered and um, uh, nuanced uh, approach to what you usually see in these scenarios when they're pushing, uh, you know, for people to open up their eyes, and you know, which I'm all for. Um, you usually would just have like, oh, a, a good white guy, you know what I mean? They're like, but that white guy's good, so it's okay, you know, you, if you're a racist and you're watching this because we got good one good white guy in there for you. They they don't do that. They have a situation. In which the police are being, um, you know, hunted and they have to hide who they are and they flip that power dynamic to, you know, um, give you a different take on society yeah. and show you that they're, they're not just because you don't get anywhere if you just like throw your hands on the table and, and start yelling about how they need to stop being ignorant bastards. We've yes. all tried. And so, I, you and know I, what I mean, you, I'm you have to have layers. You, yeah, man. Layers are intelligent. It's not like, but there's a good white guy too. So, you know. I think that's why it really, ha- I think that's why 
Um, there's a certain confidence I had going into this show. I had absolutely no doubt that it would be what it was. It exceeded what I expected because of just, I mean, when you see something in, on the TV and they, and they put it together and edit it and the, with the music, like you're saying, and the shots, the cinematography, every, the acting, it just, it shines, but I did expect it to be super polished very professional, very adult. And again, based on especially The Leftovers, because that was his previous HBO show, I this is I got what I expected. So that for me was kind of like settling into a warm blanket rather than, oh, wow, this show is really put together well. I just knew it was going to be that way because Damon Lindelof, when he's doing these, doesn't do anything other than that. And The Leftovers is one of the finest television shows that has ever been made. And for those of you who haven't seen it, go and see it. Me? Yeah, well, season one is a little rough, but once you get, because it's dark and it's sad, but once you get past that- Well, when you don't get raptured, you get get upset. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. (laughs) Well, that's the question of the show. And I think a lot of this, in the same way that they never give an answer, there will never be answers for a lot of the questions that are raised- on Watchmen. And if you're the type of person who thinks that if the story wasn't planned out and they didn't do this, blah, 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 you're not going to enjoy this. This is, a, and even as Damon said initially, this is a one season for him. He's doing this season. At the end of this season, yeah. he's going to see how people react to it. Now, I'm, I would not doubt that HBO is actually letting him contractually do this. They have to put people on mm-hmm. a holding and it'll probably be renewed by the end of this week. Uh, but I think that he wants to kind of see how people are already. The reactions have been great, but listen, man, this has been great. I don't want to really dive too much deeper. We got two more shows to do. I'm sure people are listening to a ton of other Watchmen podcasts, but if there's one other point or any question you kind of wanted to ask or something you wanted to point out, let's dive into that. And then we're going to call it a night. Yeah, I think that, you know, it asks good questions. It, 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 it makes you, you know, look at these terrible scenarios in which, you know, white cops uh, are quick to pull guns on African-American youths. And uh, they they make us, uh, you know, wonder if, um, you know, if, if hate and fear um, is existing because of uh, this preconditioning of society um, and the power structure and dynamic is what it is because of, uh, you know, uh, just old white men in power history. that have been keeping things the way it is. Yeah. History's just been keeping them in power and they've been keeping, uh, African Americans down. And if they wouldn't have been doing that then things would be different and, and so forth, but they, they're, they're flipping that and they're, they're showing, a, a a world in which, you know, there is still all that hate and there's still all that fear, uh, whether or not, you know, there's, uh, African-Americans or any other progress. Uh, yeah. non-white, you know what I mean, uh, in power. But, you know, that hate, that 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 horrible human trait uh, that that unfortunately exists still is there. And, you know, like, what does it mean to put on a mask, uh, even if it's to do good? You know, why are you covering your identity? You know, yeah, and I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested yeah. in the in the Rorschach followers, because like I, I was alluding to earlier, we're this was all we only see them through that uh through the two the guy that's um interviewed or uh what what do you call interrogated 
and the guy that yeah. kills the cop and then the t- and then the tape that they're all watching together why do they feel disenfranchised why do they feel disenfranchised where does this hate yes. come from within the confines of the, of the previous work in the comic there's some reasons that we could extrapolate based upon where Rorschach's journal ends up at this right-wing newspaper but that doesn't tell us everything and there what other things have going on in the country we we hear about these uh, refordations, right? From Robert Redford. That sounds like reparations. Yeah. I have other things. Yeah, that's changed. what I thought it was. Yeah, no, but I, it is. I believe it is. So, because yeah. he asked if she got the money from that to build to open up her bakery. So, if we question, you know, liber- one people, one people might say that's a good thing. Then another people, another group of people might say, well, if you do the study and you break it down, if you do this. And then we get into the histrionics of it, right? So yeah, this people is, would have been better off, actually. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, it's my like, God, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, everyone will argue yeah. whatever, and it becomes like Twitter. And by the way, you know, Damon Lindelof famously swore off Twitter after the ending of Lost. But I would have thought so. Um, it's well, it was a beautiful ending, and everyone who doesn't think so is. I'm wrong. not saying anything bad. I'm just saying <laughs> obviously. That I'm, I'm not. I'm not downing on it. I'm just saying I'm that, playing, dude. dude. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, just, like I'm not the first hey, person to say it, but uh, like I, I, I know dude, people are I know, upset. I'm not I saying know. I am. I didn't see I'm it. Kidding. I I know the reason. But I that think that it's all, int- so yes. there is a universal reason that they are wearing masks, so right? Yeah, and it's fear. Exactly. Exactly. Or fearful uh, of the, yeah. Why though? But I'm not the police. I'm talking about the Rorschach guys, why they, why this group exists. And I think we're going to dive deeper into that. These are great questions. All right. You know what? I say we're going to end and then we could go, we could definitely go on and on. Justin, thank you so much. Where can people find you and learn about you and watch your videos and all that kind of stuff? Um, you can find me at Top Shelf Fandom, and uh, I'll be having a good uh, live stream tomorrow with Amanda from the Disputed Lands about the Ironborn. And I will be finishing editing the uh, live stream that uh, was <laughs> out uh, earlier this night, and I uh, have that out. So uh, those were my initial thoughts on the series. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm in it. Uh, I'm waiting for the responses from everybody else. So thanks for having me on Axel and uh, uh, your wealth of knowledge when it comes to this property and uh, everything else. So <laughs> you, you, you're a Mr. You're a Mr. Miyagi of life, my friend. So I try, um, buddy. Yeah. I try. Well, thank you. Yeah. dude. Thanks for putting the time in. I know you were doing a stream earlier and check everybody. Check out Justin. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com. I'm going to be back on Wednesday with Aaron. We're going to dive deep into all the Easter eggs and the history and all that kind of stuff and back with Roberto on Friday. And we're going to hopefully be taking some of your emails. Hit us up at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. That's dvrpodcast at gmail.com. Any of your thoughts, if you liked it, if you didn't, we want to hear from you. Uh, we'll talk about that. And who knows? Maybe we'll get Justin back in a f- couple weeks, do another IR, and see how he's settled into it and see if we found out any more information. But until then, I'm going to go back and rewatch this before Wednesday. Thank you, everyone, for downloading and listening. Hey, if you can give us a quick review, a written one, even a short one, that helps out on Apple Podcasts or any of the other places or subscribe. It does help us get... Uh, known out there there's a lot of watchman podcasts uh everybody's doing it but we had to do it because damon is my man new jersey born and bred baby that's right talk to you later 
Peace out. Oh, yeah. By the way, thanks to Tito for the music. My man Tito, check out our uh, show notes to get all the links. But uh, Chiorzo Slim is bringing it home. My old World of Video former co-worker. And we want to appreciate Tito. Listen to that. Follow the links. Buy all his music and subscribe and do all that kind of stuff because he's awesome. So thank you, Tito. Thanks for subscribing and downloading. Peace out. Things were so clear, and it.